0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of It Ain't Weak to Speak. My name is Sam Webb, and I'm here to share some of the most epic conversations I get to have with some of the most fascinating people on our planet. Every episode is dedicated to elevating the conversation around mental health because it ain't weak to speak. I'm a massive believer that a conversation could change and save a life for the better. Thank you for joining me on this journey. G'day everyone and welcome back to the podcast. This is It Ain't Weak to Speak. My name is Sam Webb. I'm your host. This is the third year of our podcast and what a ride it has been. So far, I've met some unreal people around the traps. I've spoken to great humans from all walks of life, literally in all walks of this world. And it's my promise to you to bring guests that can inhibit and bring their own shared lived experience, their experience from their expertise in their level of profession, whether that may be arts, entertainment, sports, life, whatever it is, I hope that you've learned a lot this year. I hope that you've come to this podcast as a community and you've felt a part of a community, people that want to learn, people that want to grow, people that have left their ego at the door. And you felt better for it. I want you to give yourself right now a pat on the back. Thank yourself. Literally, if there's nothing else that you can thank yourself for or be grateful for, thank yourself for showing up and listening and taking the time in your life to invest into this podcast to better yourself or to get the advice you need to better someone else's life. Whatever it is, you deserve it. And I want you to acknowledge that right here and right now. On today's podcast, I will be sharing with you what a year of panic and anxiety has taught me in particular through my own shared lived experience, through the ups, the downs of anxiety, dealing with panic, the combination of self-help medication, seeking mental help professionally, my own kind of help, what that looked like, how that looked for me in 2022. Also, the importance of letting go, letting go of things that don't serve you anymore in your life, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever that is. And also the need for moving in a frontward forward direction, baby steps, you know, not looking at the big picture all the time, but focusing on moving small parts of your body forward as best as you can. Even if they're the smallest steps, it's still a step in the right direction. And also, How crucial it is to your own well-being not to beat yourself up if you didn't achieve what you set out to at the start of 2022. I mean, we all set ourselves goals to a certain degree, and if we don't achieve them, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. We'll go around next year, and we'll aim higher and bigger, and we'll have different goals that shape us to who we are today. So all of that will be coming in a moment's time, but before I get to that, I want to share with you some of the extraordinary work that the Living team and the Living community have achieved literally over the last 12 months, and I don't say this lightly. We've delivered over 249 school Living Well programs, 122 workplace programs, and over 40 community live and well programs that means so if we're putting that down into a number basis that means that we have delivered collectively to over 41,500 school children and over 10,300 adults through our live and well program we've onboarded 11 new facilitators this year which means we're now up to around 30 trained live and well facilitators in Australia which is huge for us They go through a pretty robust training system and program in order to be selected to be a speaker for us. If you're ever interested, don't hesitate to reach out and ask us when the next intake or the next program will begin. We've delivered programs in Perth, in Armidale, Prelude, Offshore Oil Rigs, Darwin, Gambia, Adelaide, Melbourne, Swan Hill, Wagga Wagga, Bathurst, Orange, Dubbo, Temworth, Wollongong, Sydney, Lismore, Tweed Heads, Canberra we've literally been all through Queensland, all the way through ACT, New South Wales. We've been across to the West Coast. The list goes on, but guess what? None of this would be remotely possible without the support that we get from our corporate partners and fundraisers. We have raised in excess of 630K in the last 12 months from over 415 fundraisers. Now, those fundraisers in particular can be Book sales, they can be as big as being part of a corporate fight night or a blue tie event or a run around Australia or a a challenge. Whatever that may be, none of it, and I mean this sincerely, none of what we do is possible. None of what the team does is possible without the fundraising support that we get from our corporate partners and our individuals who fundraise for living. So thank you. We've had some merch collaborations with the likes of Jet Pilot, Billy Barnes, and Black Sheep. We've sold over 15,000 items across our digital platform, being our website. Our website's had a continuous upgrade, which is unbelievable. So I hope you're liking that experience. If you don't, like always, please leave your feedback for us. We're always open to what the community have to say. We've got some great things in the pipeline for 2023. The team has, I should say. I'm still kicking it here on the podcast this year, I delivered 22 episodes, I would have loved to have done more, but due to my schedule, being off air for a while there, taking annual leave and... I guess working on a range of different projects and things and helping with some work for living. It's just been very busy, very hard to juggle all of those things in a perfect world. But I've managed to have over 15,500 downloads on the podcast, which is great. We've been listened in over 17 countries around the world. Australia, the US, UK, New Zealand, and South Sudan are our top five listening countries. We continue to have an amazing reach with our social platforms, over almost a million impressions in the last couple of months alone. So some big things coming. We've always got great testimonials from the people who have been through our program. But I do want to say thank you to our valued partners, Von Bibra, Snap Fitness. You've been a big, big help for us. The Ian and Shirley Norman Foundation, you guys are great. And then all the other guys that help make it possible, we've got Zoho, Ubisoft, Rabina Town Centre, the Gold Coast Marathon, Schoolies.com, Beacon Trade. It's a big operation, and I know that most of you guys generally see what's on the front of living and what we do in the community and stuff, but there's a lot of things that need to happen in the background to make that possible. So yeah, I really wanted to share with you some of those key highlights because They're really quite incredible. And Livin's one of many awesome organizations in Australia that does great work in the mental health and wellness space. I can't name all of you guys, but thank you for the great work that you continue to do in your communities and for the people that you serve in your life. It's been outstanding and are going to keep doing it bigger and better every year. All thanks to you guys. Anyway, well, what a year of panic and anxiety has taught me. It has been a ride, that is for sure. There's been some serious, amazing times. There's been some shit times. And there has been some dark, anxious moments, which I would never wish on anyone in my life. You feel so alone when you're down in the rabbit hole. I know I do. I can't say I know exactly how you feel if you're listening right now and you're struggling with anxiety or panic. But what I can share is that When I'm feeling anxious, it's kind of like this combination of physical sensations that rattle my body to its core. And I'm talking like an empty, dreadful pit in my stomach to sweaty palms to my thoughts feeling like they're rebounding at a pace that I can't even begin to talk about, the jitteries and all that sort of stuff. But I guess what has helped me and what has hurt me this year are probably two very different things. I think what has helped me this year is... A combination of seeking professional help consistently so speaking to a psychologist or a psychiatrist doing my own work so you know physical emotional reading listening to podcasts self-help self-improvement things like that the things that i enjoy i must make that clear it's the things that i enjoy and learning to enjoy new things you know because sometimes old methods don't work anymore for the new way. So you've got to kind of stop what you were doing that you think was working well and maybe try and do something new that you need to kind of do trial and error with to find something that works. So I've spent a lot of time this year doing that. Long story short, what has hurt me is probably overthinking, kind of letting those thoughts and bodily physical sensations guide my mindset as opposed to my mindset guiding my physical sensations. I often listen to my body And, you know, your body normally doesn't lie, but when it's sending off signals around anxiety and panic and you feel like you're going to die and, you know, why are you feeling sick? Like, why this feeling? Where is it coming from? And sometimes, for the most part, you don't even have an answer. So that for me wasn't really helpful because I kept going to these dark holes and thinking worst case scenario and why are they happening to me and how are they happening to me as opposed to what is it teaching me? So I tended to jump in with a very irrational mindset. But with the work that I've done this year with mental health professionals and myself and the people in my life and listening to people, like really listening to their experiences, shared lived experiences, is taking a step back from my situation and looking at me as a whole human being, looking at the facts as opposed to what I think could be happening or what may be happening, like looking at. Hold
0: up.
1: like what is actually true as opposed to what I think is true. And they're sometimes, especially when you're anxious, they're very different. They're extremely different. And it's taken time to go through these different thought records and being more rational with my thinking and not jumping to the worst case scenario or the worst conclusion. But anxiety in itself, I mean, on its own, it can really wreck you. It can wreck your relationships. It can wreck the way you interact with yourself, the way you look at yourself, the way you view yourself, the way that you view your work, the way that you view the things that you once liked and loved. And it can really alter your frame of mind. And this year has been a big learning experiment for me. I'm not going to lie. I think it's been one of the hardest ones yet. I'm going through a lot of transitions in my own life personally with my career and stuff like that. And while I'm highly involved in living, I do have other projects that I pursue, like acting and professional speaking and stuff like that, which I thoroughly enjoy. But I set off these big goals in January of 2022, thinking I'm going to achieve some great things this year. and I didn't quite achieve what I wanted to achieve. And in hindsight, looking at it, and you know, in retrospect, I mean, I look back and I think, yeah, we can say, oh, it was a tough year, and it's coming out of COVID, and and all of that sort of stuff. But I take full responsibility. It's probably what I do really well. I take full responsibility of my own shortcomings, and it motivates me to be better relentlessly for the next time around. I put my hand up. I've realized I didn't quite do and achieve my personal and professional goals to the degree of which I wanted to emotionally and mentally too. I've got some big mental health goals, which we all probably do, and I think we all should have. And... One thing I'm going to take into next year and what I've learned this year is kind of just letting go. I'm going to let go a lot this year, this new year coming. I'm going to let go and let it be because I feel like sometimes when you try too hard and you try to hold on for too long, it kind of backfires and that could happen in relationships. If you're going through one now, it could happen in your professional work environment. You generally should know and you get a feeling when it's time to call something sometimes i've been known to hold on for too long and it affects me so going in next year i'm going to be letting go a lot i'm going to be letting go of the things that don't serve me in my life professionally definitely i'm going to be doing the things that i love to do the things that bring me joy i'm going to be working with the people that i enjoy working with that bring me joy people i believe in have similar visions and values and I'm going to speak more. Like, I always speak up and share how I feel. It's definitely one thing I practice what I preach when it comes to it. our mantra, it ain't weak to speak. But, you know, I'll continue to do that. And if it means letting people down and saying no to people where they wanted me to say yes, I mean, it's just the way it is. It has to be done that way. Otherwise, you end up hurting yourself. And I've realized that this year. My anxiety has taken over. I have very, very rarely had a full week where I've just been cruising and I've been great anxiety has ravished my life in the last 12 months. And I'm glad to say that I'm on the verge of getting well and getting the support that I need and managing it better. It's not easy. It's not easy at the best of times. But you know what? Every time I go through an experience of being highly anxious and I don't quite know why, I do thank myself after it for having these feelings and emotions because it has taught me a lot in my life. It allows me to have these conversations and have the empathy and compassion that I have for people that deal with these similar battles i tend to listen more now i tend to better understand how people are feeling from their lens from their vision and it's helped me in my life it's definitely helped me be better at my craft it's definitely helped me be better at my skill sets and it's definitely helped me be a better partner for my future wife nadia we're getting married in april and i can't bloody wait so that's going to be a big bucket list goal next year so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great year. I can't complain. I know everyone's fighting their own battles that very few people know about, but don't ever downplay your experience. Don't ever underestimate what you're going through. Even if it to you, it feels like a big thing, but you're paranoid or scared, to share it with someone else because you think it's only small in the grand scheme of things. Stuff that. Don't worry about that. It's not for them to judge. This is your life. You feel the way you feel for a reason. Share it. Speak it. Give life and love to it. And be compassionate treat yourself like you treat a good friend or someone that you genuinely respect and care about but before i close up on all this and if you're battling right now with anything from mental health physical health set baby step goals for yourself moving into the new year don't it's great being audacious and have these super big goals definitely i wouldn't shy away from that i won't be but also have baby steps like how i'm going to achieve This week of being fit, does it mean eating healthy three nights out of the seven? Does it mean going for a run twice a week? Or does it mean going to the gym as a combination with running? What do you want to do? What brings you joy is really important. But having a look at the baby steps. Stop trying to achieve everything in one week, okay? And breathe. Let go of things that do not serve you in your life. Have the confidence to let go and know that the right things will show up when the time is right. Whether that's a relationship that you're in now or it's another one that you've just left and you're like, why don't relationships work for me? I just can't seem to have something that's consistent. Just let it go. Focus on being the best version of yourself. And that doesn't mean being selfish. It means investing in yourself so you can better show up for other people. You'll thank yourself and you'll never regret it. And don't beat yourself up. If you have a shit day or a bad week, you've know you got bad anxiety right now and you're worried about what people think about it, just accept it that this is happening to help you in some way, shape or form. And I say that with a full heart because you might be thinking, well, how is it teaching me anything? I can't see it. I can't believe it. I don't know what it's teaching me. And I thought the same thing too. When I first experienced really bad panic attacks, like look for the silver lining or look for the thing that makes you feel good about yourself, you know, but taking a step back and looking at it, you know, kind of objectively as opposed to subjectively and you'll build a good muscle in your brain repetitively so that you can start looking at it from this lens and you'll start seeing the things that it's teaching you or the areas in your life that are appearing to come to life or fruition because of those things. Treat yourself like a good mate. Take a step back from situations and always look for the silver lining. As hard as that may be at times, it's there and it does take time. But once you learn that muscle and that muscle gets stronger, you'll learn to do it all the time. It'll become easier. That I can promise you. Have good goals. Starts with mental health though, right, everyone? It starts with mental health. Nothing of anything that I would have done. And I kind of laugh because like I did achieve some really fun, cool, creative goals this year and anyone else be like fuck man you should be so proud you crushed it this year and part of me is like well i must have went pretty good considering how shit i felt with my anxiety and all that like how i was dealing in those situations and i was so fast and rushing all the time and i couldn't slow down and find the roses in the day but i sometimes think it's a double-edged sword like it helps me to a certain point and then anxiety will crush you okay so a certain amount of stress and anxiety in life is healthy it gets things done creates motivation creates endorphins it actually improves your immune system when you've got epinephrine running around your body to a certain point. But when it gets to a point where it's too much, it becomes defective and it actually negatively impacts you, the way that you behave and live and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's been good on one hand. It's been bad on the other. My goal next year is to find that happy medium so that we can just enjoy it. We can go to the top, like I always say, and we can live our best absolute life that we can. But if you're ever, ever questioning anything, if you're thinking, listen to this podcast, fuck, I feel shit, I didn't do much this year, Please do not beat yourself up. It's okay. We've got a whole nother year. Don't make impulsive decisions. Okay, just stop, take 10 deep breaths and trust that everything is going to be okay because it always is. And as bad as it seems sometimes, it does work itself out. It always does. So trust that. I appreciate you all. I love you all for listening. Thanks for being on this journey with me. Thanks for being on this podcast with me. I couldn't do this without you guys. I mean that. I'll be back next year with some unbelievable guests, but some more insight into my own life, my own shared lived experience. Uh, If you want to hear certain topics or from people around the world that you think would be great additions on the podcast, please refer them. Please tag me in your Insta, socials, wherever. Drop me a message and we'll do our best to get them on. But please look after yourself over this Christmas break. Look after each other. Look after your loved ones. And if you are by yourself, connect with people over this Christmas period. Reach out to people for support because there are always people that want to help you and bring you in and make you feel like you're part of a community. So don't ever think you're on your own forever. And don't ever feel too alone where you don't want to reach out because there's no worse a feeling than feeling alone. All right. And I've been there. I've done that. I've experienced it. But be good. Enjoy your Christmas holiday. Be safe and please if you're ever in doubt reach out for support. I love you guys. It ain't weak to speak. Thank you for listening in to another episode of It Ain't Weak to Speak. Please subscribe to the show and help us climb the charts so that we can attract new listeners and change more lives. If you found something very useful in this episode, please share and spread the love to as many people as you can. Don't forget to leave a review or a comment so that we can grow this community together because a conversation Can save a life. If you want to continue this chat, please join me on the podcast Facebook group at living.org. I can't wait to share the next episode with you, but in the meantime, we're going to the top, and remember, it ain't weak to speak.
0: Hold up.